Are you f kidding me? For real? Trevor Zegers and Sonny Milano did that? Your Locked On Ducks, your daily podcast on the Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy hump day to you all. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And this show is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. Got beard? Get Primal. Stop the itch and make your beard healthy and groomed. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about their full line of beard care products. Use code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. Alright, so... Did you guys see what the heck happened last night in Buffalo? That was one of the most astounding goals I've ever seen. I mean, I have seen some Trevor Zegers magic in person. This goal that was pulled off topped that. Completely topped that. And also, I will be joined later in this podcast by Jay Forrester from Locked on Blue Jackets to talk about Sonny Milano and his role in that goal. And also a little bit of a preview of Thursday's game between the Ducks and the Blue Jackets. Alright, so last night, Trevor Zegras pulled off some kind of sorcery. If you haven't seen it by now, where have you been? Have you been under a rock? I'll just describe it very quickly. Zegras tried to pull off some kind of Michigan attempt, and as he had the stick on his blade, he flipped it over the net over the net to a waiting Sonny Milano who somehow batted the puck out of midair and potted it. He put it in just below the crossbar. This is a prime candidate for goal of the year. Move over everybody else. This was the goal of the year and it's not even close. Not even close. So where, where does Zegers go from here? What, does he pull off the Michigan after this? I say yes. I think Trevor Zegers is going to pull off the Michigan, and I think it's going to be more spectacular than any Michigans we've seen. So move over, Andrei Shvetnikov. You've got company. Trevor Zegers, I think, is going to pull off the Michigan at some point. And you know I'm going to be talking more about this goal with Jay Forrester later on. But there is one big point that I want to talk about and that's the emergence of Sonny Milano. Sonny Milano has come alive since being on a line with Trevor Zegras. He's the player that we all kind of expected him to be. So far this season, he's putting up near career high totals in points. And it's going to keep going. Sonny Milano is a star in the making if he isn't already. And Trevor Zegras is a rising star. And I'm going to say this again, like I said yesterday... Zegris is only 20 years old. One big point that I want to talk about for at least the rest of this segment because I want to desperately. Anthony Stolarz. This might get lost in the shuffle amidst the Ducks winning again. Winning uh, their third game in five games. Having a five game point streak. Having eight points in their last five games. What's going to get lost in that shuffle is the amazing performance by Anthony Stolarz, who stopped all 25 shots that the Sabres put up in last night's two-to-zip shellacking. It, it, it felt like a shellacking because the Ducks had control for pretty much most of the game, and Buffalo stinks. They're, they're awful. They're a lottery team once again. 
But Anthony Stolarz, 25 saves in 25 shots. His second shutout of the season. He's only played seven games this season. I say play Anthony Stolarz a little bit more. He's already got two shutouts. His second shutout in three games. His previous shutout was just two weeks ago at or against the Ottawa Senators, where he stopped 34 shots. The game before that, he beat Vegas. The game before that, he beat Arizona. Anthony Stolarz, so far this season, is 4-2-1. His save percentage is 9-28. His goals against this season is 242. And just look at his overall numbers as a member of the Ducks. 8-6-1. Goals against 229. Save percentage 928. Those are all above average numbers. The only reason he has only 8 wins in those games is because last season the Ducks didn't score. They didn't score worth anything and they didn't give him any support. Now it is a completely different story. Anthony Stolarz is the backup for the Ducks right now, but he needs to play more than seven games in 27 games. John Gibson might be a little bit overworked right now, which explains some of the John Gibson slander that I saw on Twitter yesterday. But maybe just give Anthony Stolarz a few more chances. Maybe once every three games. I think that seems fair. I would like to see Anthony Stolarz get more starts, and I understand why Coach Dallas Aikens wants to put Gibby out more. I get that. But you have that capable backup for a reason, and you know that Stolarz is more than capable. He technically, technically has three shutouts this season, if not for that stupid goal with seven seconds left against the Coyotes. By the way, I still hope the Coyotes lose all the games. But nonetheless, I really hope we see Anthony Stolarz more often than not this coming season. All right, we're going to keep this segment rather short because we're going to have Jay Forster coming on in a second. So we're going to head to the first intermission right now. But first, let's talk about Primal Origin Oils. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who's never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. They make balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. So, if you want to check out Primal Origin Oils for yourself, head over to PrimalOriginOils.com. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and feel in beard to the other companies you've used. We promise you'll see and feel the difference. Remember the code locked on gets you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. All right, and this show is also brought to you by my favorite protein bar ever, Built Bar, that come in 18 fantastic flavors covered in a chocolate fondue. That's right. And also check out their Built Puffs, which are better than ever. The Ruby Chocolate is amazing. The lemon-dipped cheesecake is amazing. But how about their white chocolate cheesecake? That is fantastic as well. And also check out their line of Built Boost to help you keep up that immunity during the cold winter months. So check out Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of Built Bar. 
the best tasting protein bar ever. And now that we're done with the ad reads, I am joined by the host of Locked on Blue Jackets. It is Jay Forster. Jay, buddy, it's been a while. How's it going? It's it's going. It's going. My team is terrible. Everything is the worst. But hey, we are on the right track, if you'll excuse me, an early pun. So I have you on for multiple reasons. And you know how excited I was to see that goal. So you know we have to talk about it, if that's okay. I think I was the, it was the tail end of the Blue Jackets game, or the Blue Jackets game had just finished. And uh, for people who don't know, uh, Jason and I have a group chat with uh, us and also Sarah, host of, of Locked on Kings, where we mostly just kind of yell about the Kings. But Jason comes flying into the group chat like, oh my God, guys, guys, guys guess what just happened and i'm like okay well trevor zegris has probably done something cool um i did not realize that the thing that trevor zegris had done had been that cool oh yeah i mean i cannot put my exact words on this podcast otherwise i have to get the bleep button now i've already <laughs> yeah, no, done it was, that it was not oh my god it was much more um I've already, than that, I've already done this twice on the lockdown now video Hopefully the fans can see the lockdown now video that I put out. <laughs> I have to use the bleep button not once but twice. It's a it is a sick ass goal, my friend. It is. <laughs> yeah. it, it might be the goal of the season so far. Oh, it's absolutely. It's absolutely the goal of the season. I mean, like I said, move over Ovechkin, move over McDavid. This is the goal of the season. I think this is better than the McDavid goal. Because McDavid's, that was a singular player doing his own thing one-on-four. That's great. But this was the perfect teamwork play where Trevor Zegras faked a Michigan again. This is not the first time he's done this, by the way, my friend. Remember he did this with the goals last season? Yes, I do remember. He uh, Did he did he score on the, the Michigan last season, or was it just that he he almost pulled it off? He almost pulled it off. Yeah. He couldn't do it. So the second time he tried it, he faked the Michigan and ended up with an assist on the play. Yes. He just kind of flipped it over the goal. And Sonny Milano, who, by the way, we're going to talk about in a minute because former Blue Jacket, I love him very much. Um, dumb as a box of rocks, but just <laughs> delightful. Um, just manages to somehow knock this puck out of midair into the goal. And just, yeah, like, I don't know how many times I watched the the gif of that play, but it was a lot. Not enough. The answer is not enough times. <laughs> I could watch that a hundred more times and still be thrilled about it. No, really, the, the key thing about that play was Trevor Zegers practices this crap very often. <laughs> Yeah, and the the thing as well is it's such a confident play. Of like, He does this because he knows he can pull it off, and if he doesn't pull it off, then he can kind of make up for it. You know, it's it's the kind of play that when someone is playing well, they're like, hey, why not? I'll try this, which I think is, you know, it speaks volumes to how that line in particular has been playing for the Ducks, you know? And the Ducks are, I think it's fair to say, much better than... Many people expected they would be this season. Um, mm-hmm. The host of Locked on Ducks included in that. Mm-hmm. I know there was lots of talk this offseason about tanking for first overall. And then the Ducks have decided to be competent this season. Um, 
Yeah, I've I've definitely on my own podcast retracted that and did my own. <laughs> I've done mea culpas several times this season where I've admitted, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah, hey, or and you were wrong in the best kind of way, you know. Like, and the Blue Jackets were kind of similar in that everyone expected them to be terrible, and they've kind of they're on a rough patch at the minute. Uh, they've lost five of the last six, but they are so far this season much better than anyone thought they were going to be. I think. Um, so you know, it's kind of. The, it's the best kind of wrong. I, you know, if I had predicted the Blue Jackets to be good and they were bad, then that would suck. But I am yeah. <laughs> happy to be proven wrong about so, the Blue Jackets. I, I assume you are happy to be proven wrong about the the Ducks. But oh, the, I'm the, very the, happy to be proven wrong. But it, it's that first. It's that line, like you said. It's the Raquel Zegris Milano line that's been doing it all. And I, I knew that. Well, I didn't know Milano was going to be this good because I think he has kind of some people. Some guys just click. You know, like um, Baxter and Ovechkin, for example, in Washington. You know, sometimes two players just click. And I think mm-hmm. Zegers and Milano have clicked. Uh, and so it, it sucks because I knew Milano was good. You know, he was a former, I think he was 14th overall um, yeah. in, his, in the draft, you know. and Yeah, he was a first he, runner for sure. Yeah, he was, he was good for Columbus when he was allowed to be. He didn't fit in with John Tortorella's system, which I'm sure, you know, shocks everybody. Um, he ended mm-hmm. up getting sent to Anaheim. I was mad about it, but I was like, okay, he was never pro- he was probably never going to crack the depth chart in Columbus with John Tortorella. Well, here's the and, funny uh, thing. I've been following Sonny Milano for a long time, since 2015-2016. If you recall, I was covering the Ontario Reign when they made that long playoff run in 2016 and got to watch Sonny Milano do his thing in Cleveland when I right. visited that, I mean, that Cleveland team was so special. You oh, know? that was a special team. York Strand being the hero. Milano, like, you had a slew of good players. Forsberg, he was on top of his game, but that's yep. going back five years now. Sonny Milano was part of that core group where I said, you know what, this kid's going to be very impressive and he was one of those guys where I said he's going to be very good for Columbus if they let him play his game. Yeah, they and they just they didn't. Happen. Which, no. like, at the time, I was mad about it, but I also understood. Um, and this is kind of something that I've been thinking about a lot in terms of John Tortorella, because I know that towards the end of John Tortorella's tenure in Columbus, it was very much, I think, a lot of people were very negative you know there was the drama about Dubois there was he benched Patrick Laine for a period in one game and everyone was kind of up in arms he said that Patrick Laine needed to be better defensively etc etc you know there was there was a lot of of negativity I liked a lot of what John Tortorella did in Columbus he put some respect on this team's name around the league he took us to the playoffs four four straight seasons we won our first playoff series under him you know but then you look at how Dubois is playing in Winnipeg. To a lesser extent, you look at how Milano is playing in Anaheim. And I do think, man, what if he'd been allowed to play his game in Columbus? Mm-hmm. And when you look at Columbus now, we don't have a lot of high-octane offense guys. Like, we have some, and we have some guys, you know, in the pipeline, like, you know, Ken Johnson springs to mind as, you know, who's going to be real good and real fun when he's, when he's done at college. We could use a uh, Milano on, on the Blue Jackets right now. Yeah, I, I think Columbus could use... Anaheim, but man, I wish he was still in Columbus. 
Columbus could use some forward depth, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, in fairness, we have a couple of guys that are out injured at the minute. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, hey, so, so, the, hey, so do the Ducks. <laughs> I mean, do, right, I have to re- have... do I have to repeat that tweet that I made out a couple days ago? No, yeah, the Ducks are... Yeah. They've got some injury Actually, problems no. right now. I'll, I'll, is I'll repeat of... it for the Columbus crowd. Go for it. Because I, I put out a tweet that got a lot of traction. Big picture. Big picture time. The Ducks have points in five consecutive games. Eight points in their last five games... The kids are fine. Even without Max Comtois, Max Jones, and two of their biggest guns, Ryan Getzloff and some guy named Adam Henrique, who everyone loves. <laughs> but Yeah, I feel like Ryan Getzlaff was a... He's kind of had a little bit of a resurgence this season, I feel like. Well, in with, the, with in the same way, that... uh, maybe, maybe not in the same way as, as Anze Kopitar, kind of. He had a really red-hot start to the season. I was like, oh yeah, Anze still got it. Getzlaff, I always felt had you know kind of fallen off in the past couple of seasons. I mean, he's he's getting yep. up there. He's what thirty seven, yeah, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty six, yeah. Uh, but he seems like he's having a oh he was right up until he got injured. He was kind of having a he was almost back to his back to his old self. Well, one thing I loved was you had Troy Terry actually say in an interview he loved playing with one of his best friends, which was Ryan Getzlaff. And the connection between Getzloff, Henrique, and Troy Terry has been astounding. And look, I hate to say this, but Troy Terry's kind of fallen off a little bit without his two line mates, Rico and Getze. They've fallen off a little bit, unfortunately. Yeah, like it, it happens. And again, it's the it's the chemistry thing, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. some guys just just click. And I know that we have been joking a lot about, you know, Troy Terry being the next Alexander Ovechkin, etc. But you need a guy to that can pass, you know? And yeah, I think Getzlaff was... Getzlaff felt like one of those players that could just feed someone the puck 10 times a game, easy. And, oh, yeah. you know, have most of them go in. He is uh, such a good passer. And <laughs> it's it's been fun. To, it was fun to watch him this season. Honestly, I've caught a couple of, of Ducks games when I can. Um, know the enemy and whatnot. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, we we are up against it, so we're going to head to a quick break. But first, you know, we got to talk about BetOnline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And it's where the game starts. And Jay, I don't know how familiar you are with American football, but it's coming down to the wire. We have four weeks to go in football. And of course, you have boxing, UFC, basketball, the NBA started. And of course, the NHL. And I bet you, if BetOnline had odds... For the Calder Trophy, you know who should be the favorite now? Oh, I feel like Trevor Zegers has increased a couple of points since last night. A cu- oh, he's a lock. To me, he's a lock now for the Calder <laughs> Trophy. Yeah, don't don't give me your Trevor Zegers slander here. No, it's not going to be Lucas, Raymond. It's going to be Trevor Zegers. So if you feel like putting down a C-note on Trevor Zegers winning the Calder Trophy. I can't believe I said that. Head over to Bet Online. <laughs> You're going to have a lot of angry listeners who are betting hundreds of dollars on Trevor Zegers winning the Calder. It feels like a lock at this point. Head over to betonline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus. So, hey, if you deposit 100 bucks, you'll get a $50 bonus using the promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. 
Bet Online, where the game starts, is your official online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please, please gamble responsibly. But also vote, but also bet on Trevor's egress. And we are back with the crossover Locked on Ducks, Locked on Blue Jackets. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez, and I'm joined by Jay Forster. How's it going? Still good. Still mad about Sonny Milano. You know, we, we, we got to talk about this. It was a trade that happened February 24th, 2020, right before the pandemic started. And this is a pretty dubious trade, if you want to remind everyone about that trade that took place 22 months ago. Yeah, honestly, when when you said it was 2020, I was shocked because I thought it had been longer than that. But I, like, I, the time has, time has ceased to mean anything now. Um, oh, time, time is so fake. He was, he was traded for Devin Shaw, who I believe the trade was one for one. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless there was like a fourth round pick or thrown in for whatever reason. So Blue Jackets fans, you like uh, may not even remember Devin Shaw because he was such a non-person. Uh, we got him. I believe he was injured, like not long after we traded for him, and then like two weeks later, the world the shut pan- down. Yeah, the panorama happened, and so he healed up. He played in the bubble. I I don't remember him. Is yeah, I mean he was, is the thing you know. He was he decent in the, the bubble. Here's what I remember about that trade initially. I remember Sonny Milano's first game in Anaheim as a duck. I was so excited. I drove my ass to Honda Center and said, I want to see this kid's first game as a duck. You know what he did? He scored an early goal, and then he scored the game winner in overtime. He was one of the three stars of the game. I stuck around. And I said, this kid is going to fit in just fine. And Sonny Milano had a good start with the Ducks for about three weeks. And then the panorama happened. For what it's worth. Sonny Milano at least had a good start with the Ducks. And he endeared himself to the fan base right away. And they never forgot that. Last season, not with any all injuries. I get that. This season, now that he's back in full strength we're seeing the capabilities of his puck work, his puck control, his hand-eye coordination. Like we're seeing it all happen right in front of our eyes. Yeah. Amazing. And you know, he's scoring tomorrow night. You know, the, the, the Sonny Milano revenge tour only has one stop and it is Columbus, Ohio. Like this, this is just, this is what happens in Columbus. Guy, we trade guys away, and then they come back and they score hat tricks on us. So, again, not to not to plug bet online again, but if you wanted to put some money on something, then I would put money on Sonny Milano having at least three points in tomorrow's game because that's what happens to the Blue Jackets. Well, we could talk about this. We could preview the game really quickly before we head off. Thursday, it's going to be the Ducks at the Columbus Blue Jackets. Right now, the Ducks are. As of right now, riding a five-game point streak, as I mentioned, eight points in their last five games. The only losses coming, both in shootouts, against the Calgary Flames and against the Capitals. Two very, very good teams. 
So you look at this contest, and it feels like it has ducks written all over it. Sonny Milano has every reason to play this game pissed off, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. If, yeah, if I'm Sonny Milano, I am mad about being traded. This, so this is the first time that the teams will have faced since yep. since before the trade. I'm, I'm looking up when the last time Anaheim played uh, Columbus was. I want but, to say January 2020. That's what I want to out. say. We played. Like, I'm... Hey, you are correct. January seventh, twenty twenty, was uh, the last time the Ducks and the Blue Jackets faced. It was four three Blue Jackets. Goals from uh, yeah, that's right. Ducks goals from Ryan Getzlaff, Andre Kasha, yep. and Andre Kasha again. Uh, we had goals from Eric Robinson. Oh, that's right. It was because of that game that Kasha's stock rose, and why the Ducks got a first round pick. For under well, Kasha. then you are welcome. Uh, we got two goals from Wenski and one from Nathan Gerby. I am just going to real quick pull up the the roster yeah, well, for the Blue Jackets because yeah, I'm going to see, I wanna see how many guys playing tomorrow are, were on that were played in that game. Uh, I'm going to put the over under on nine, if that, because it can't be that much. At least the Ducks roster, for what it's worth, has stayed mostly the same. Since that, since that season. <laughs> okay, so you put the you put the over under at nine. Yeah, including the goalie, and I don't know if I don't know who is going to be starting, including Elvis Mosleykins, who played in that game. There are five Blue Jackets in on Ouch. still on the roster. Ouch! That yep. sucks. All so that turnover that was a minus one uh, for us. Um, so yeah, there's been there's been a lot of turnover. Yeah, Blue Jackets. Well, it's going to be like facing a brand new team. I'm uh, glad my memory is still okay, but I haven't hosted this for 440 episodes for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Sonny Milano has a four game point streak. He's got seven points in his last four games. Yeah, you you know he's scoring tomorrow. Like I have made my peace with it. Um, he's going to have some kind of disgusting highlight real goal um his favorite he had a really good goal actually i re- i still remember this because it was against it was against the dallas stars who i hate for no con- no discernible reason they're just my enemy um and he scored like a disgusting breakaway shoot between the legs goal and it was it was the game winner it was incredible and i that's the goal i think about when i think about sunny milano and you, i just know that he's scoring one of those tomorrow night so you're and you're already predicting this. You're predicting. I am. I just. I know it. Score. I know it in my in my bones. It's it's happening because this is what happens to the Blue Jackets. I like that prediction, and I'm inclined to agree with you. Milano's going to have a huge chip on his shoulder, and he's going to come into Columbus and saying, "Like you guys gave up. You guys traded me. All right, fine. I'll show you what I'm made of." Yeah. You already saw it on he, Sports Center. It, it's that that, and I took it personally. Meme. Oh, Milano's totally that guy. Yeah, I mean, you could see like it in the be. way he plays. Like, if, like oh, he, he should be. be. They did it him was, dirty. They it was such a frustrating him. trade because it made sense at the time. You know, in the you know we talked about this a little bit earlier. He was never going to crack the lineup in Columbus that season. But then you look at the guys that we've got rid of. You look at the holes that we have on offense right now, and 
yeah, like I don't know how to to state this. We could use a guy who can produce like Sonny Milano can. Like, I, and I don't know how much of that is him personally, or the fact that you know he's clearly found his hockey soulmate in Trevor Zegers. But part of it is a residue of playing with Trevor Zegers, who's an amazing playmaker in himself. But Sonny Milano's always been good at putting the puck away. He's always been an yeah. offense first guy, and Zegers pass first. It fits. Yeah, like you could you could stick him on a on a line with Jacob Voracek, who's our probably our best passer at the minute. Um, who has like eighteen points this season and sixteen of those are primary assists. Bonkers. But yeah, so you we could we could use a Sonny Milano. I miss him. I wish that we still had him. Uh but I am glad you that he's can't have him. Leading. You can't have yeah. him. It's By just, the way, it's, because we didn't even keep the guy that we traded him for either, it feels very much like it was a we we didn't even yeah we didn't get anything we traded him for nothing basically we traded him for zero points in the playoffs of Devin Shaw and well that's in. how the Ducks felt about the Yanni Hockenpah trade so there <laughs> you never forget. By the oh, way, yeah, you guys got so... one of the flurries for him, right? Yeah, who subsequently Hayden. went to Seattle, Hayden. Yep. Hey, by the way, Sonny Milano is almost at his career high for points in a season. He's got 20 yeah, points sounds, so far this season. Correct. His career high in one season is 23 back in 2020. Before that, in a complete season, 22 points with the Columbus Blue Jackets in 2018. Milano will pass that. He's oh, hitting yeah, a point definitely. a game. A point a yeah, game his, right his... now. He's already on his third most games played in a season. Oh, it's absurd. It's absurd right. how well he's he just, doing. We didn't, and... we didn't play him. We didn't play him. Yeah. And then we got rid of him because Tortorella. But yep. I, uh, I, have, one... I could rant all day about John Tortorella. <laughs> one final, final note. His discipline has been much better this season than in years past. That's oh, a... Yes, that's a keystone to his development is he is not taking stupid penalties anymore. I remember, I really remember when he would take some stupid penalties with Columbus, and I would see some of the fan base saying, oh, he did that again? Of course he did. You you know, you were there, right? Yeah, he made some dumb choices. Um, yes. You know how many like, minor like penalties? I, say, and I mean this with all of the love and, like, it's, it's, it, I am. I chirp because I like him. You know, he is an idiot, but like in an incredibly adorable, endearing way. You know, he just he he sometimes didn't think before he went on the ice and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna stick my stick in between these guy, this guy's skates." You know, yeah. <laughs> or I'm gonna run into this guy. Um, I don't know how many like of those interference penalties or whatever he would get because he is very small but yeah, he made he some had a lot spaces. of spaces and By I'm the glad way, that you know how many cool. minor you know how many minor penalties he has this season uh, i do only because i just looked it up he only has two mi- he has one no, minor penalty one minor penalty in 21 games which and is that's it that's pretty good that is Not, uh, yeah in 22 games now including including tuesday's game he's got one minor penalty in 22 games hey that is Whatever the what's the gentleman award called? And I'm I'm forgetting too. I want to say Lady Bing. Yes, you are correct. That is <laughs> that is Lady Bing territory first. Which Sonny Milano winning the Lady Bing would be extremely funny. 
And now <laughs> I decided great. I want that to happen. <laughs> All right, we are running short on time, so we need to wrap it up. But that's kind of our quasi, I guess our quasi preview for tomorrow's game. We tried against... to preview it, and I just yelled about Sunny Milano. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to both my listeners and to your listeners. This is Okay, fine. Quick preview. The Ducks are good. Columbus is bad. Ducks are expected to win. My prediction, Ducks will win 5-2. to two. Milano will get a goal and an assist. There we go. Okay, I'm going to, real quick, I actually think because Columbus is the underdog, because Anaheim is the favorite... Columbus has been real good at home recently. I'm going to say that Columbus wins, but I'm going to say that it's like, it's going to be like one of those 6-5 shootout nightmare games. No, not another shootout. My God. <laughs> this is my guess. That's, I'm putting it out there. I'm putting it into the world. Sonny Milano, three oh points God. at least, and a 6-5 shootout win for the Blue Jackets. I where swear, if it's everybody another shootout, gets I'm blaming you. If it's another shootout, I swear. <laughs> I, You know what? I'll take it. I accept that blame. <laughs> All right. Um, tell all the fine folks where they can find your work online and where they can find you on the socials. Uh, so you can find Locked on Blue Jackets wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you would like just Blue Jackets news, I am over at LO underscore Blue Jackets. That's the podcast Twitter. I uh, yell a lot about my Blue Jacketed idiots over there. If you would like some dog pictures and some Star Wars opinions mixed in, then you can find my personal Twitter over at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. If you are interested in the AHL, then I have been covering the Ontario Reign for Field Pass Hockey over at FPH Reign. Hmm, who's your eye in the sky for that? Anyway. Oh, who who could it possibly be? <laughs> anyway, we, we, won't talk, can... we won't talk about that. Anyway. No. <laughs> not, um, not today. Um, you could find... Can... Where can yeah. my listeners find you if they too miss Sonny Milano and want to catch up on how he's doing? Well, you can follow my personal Twitter where I retweet dogs crapping on the ice. Uh, my personal Twitter is at StimpyJD, where I rant about basketball, baseball sometimes, and life in general. Or if you want to see my adventures or misadventures in public address announcing. Uh, the show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks, and I'm very fond of the header on the Locked On Ducks podcast Twitter because of Sonny Milano and Trevor Zegris, and it's amazing. Any of all to check it out. <laughs> I I concur. It is yep. it is uh, extremely good. Yep. Can confirm. Yep. And our shows are free and available across all platforms. Make our shows your first listen, and then make each other's shows your second listen. But we also got to give props to your boy Q on Locked On Bets. He's awesome as well. Uh, Jay, thanks for coming on. I always appreciate it. Yeah, always, always fun. Yep. And we're going to wrap up in a fun way for Locked On Anaheim Ducks and Locked On Blue Jackets. That was Jay Forster. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please be kind to one another. Be safe out there. And Ducks and Blue Jackets fly together. You know what you're going to do. Quack. Are you going to make me quack? quack? Of course I am. <laughs> quack. 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 <laughs> <laughs>